The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The sports gambling podcast is brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support the sports gambling podcast? All you have to do is log into sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon. Bookmark that link and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. College experience. My name is Colby Dan, aka the Swinging Dantabase. It's the Fourth of July. I'm coming in like a bottle rocket, buddy, like a fucking Roman candle. Woo, <laughs> woo! That is some all-American fucking energy, right? Playing Tecmo Bowl all night long. You know, just the we're breaking it in. I don't give a shit that I'm in my 30s doing this. All kinds of debauchery. It's what I want to do. That's right. And with the other voice you're hearing. On the microphone, not, not anything else. He's on a fucking microphone, <laughs> right? Is the shit slinging, uh, Guinness t-shirt wearing. I had to rep Ireland, Ireland a little bit, even on uh, on on uh, America's yeah, Day, on Uncle Sam's Day. Crazy bastard, yeah, yeah. James Madison hyping, and for damn good reason, diaper wearing. Should be. <laughs> Uh, smallest dick in the South. Thank God we're out West. All right. (laughs) Where everyone's hung like a fucking jackrabbit. So I'm par for the course out here. Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back. The sideline stealing burrito kissing piece of shit. Missing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. That is what you call an Uncle Sam intro, my friend. That's right. Now let's Happy get a fucking fucking fourth. Cheers! Hey, look, we look. got what kind of whiskey we got here? We got uh, quality, quality Evan Williams, which I actually like more than Jack Daniels. Is that right? Yeah, it's you're, still gonna burn. You're a connoisseur, so I'm gonna take it's your word. Burn. Still gonna burn. This but is, is like, there anything more fucking American than getting than fucked a little up whiskey on and talking fourth sports, of July? That's talking right. football? That's right. Right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Happy fourth. Don't don't buy it. Look, they, people were questioning we were gonna do a podcast on the fourth. <laughs> you know, who do they think we are, huh? We're not some sham. You right. know what I mean? We're the two most American motherfuckers that you know. What did I do this past week? I might have I might have spaced out a little bit on some some uh some 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 psychedels. Some psych and watched uh, you know, first blood, Rambo. And then I followed it up with Rambo four. I skipped two and three. I just went Rambo to Rambo four. Hey, you know, you had the volume to, incredibly loud. You got to go to the best ones. <laughs> Which one's the one with the uh, Asian actress? Uh, that's Rambo two. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. That is the be, between she and uh, Stallone in that. That's the worst acting I think I've ever uh, seen. In don't a movie. you ever. It's really bad. Ever. It's, dude, <laughs> I mean, the movie buddy, is still amazing. It's 4th of July. Okay. Sorry. I just insulted it, for, Rambo. For you to throw that the 4th at, of July. at me. You know what? That's what makes Rambo great though. There's is nothing. because it's like, it's like WWE. Okay. So check us out. I'll tell you a story. Okay. Let's take this fucking okay, shot. Let's real do this quick. shot. America to Rambo to Rambo. Right? Amen. Woo. Mm. Woo. No burn. <laughs> little spicy. Okay. Okay. Look, um, I was working at blockbuster video when nine 11 happened. I was, you know, I was a little punk little kid. <laughs> right. Right. Blockbuster video. Most of our listeners, I'm assuming have some recollection of this place. There's still one in Alaska, I believe. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> People know it's like Netflix, but in in an actual. I think all of our like who, yeah. what's our youngest? What's our what's the like low end of our demographic here? College students, you yeah. got to figure. Yeah, we are the college experience. Some of these motherfuckers might not know what Blockbuster is. Okay, well Google it. Right, all right? and you, I'm not you gonna sit missed... here and explain. <laughs> you bring a little card in. I'll tell you a story too. All right, Stephen Davis. Yeah. Good man. I'm, I'm, this is a sidetrack story. Stephen Davis of the Washington Redskins. Yes. Auburn University. Yeah. Also played for the Carolina Panthers. Had just signed a gigantic contract with the Redskins. Yeah. And he came in to my blockbuster and he had a, he had a late fee for $4 and 21 cents <laughs> and he was complaining about it. And I made up in my mind that even if he was right, there's no way I'm going to delete this $4 and 21 cents. <laughs> you motherfucker. Right. It's like an ego trip at that point. Yeah. Cause I'm like, bro, I, I fucking, I know it says Steven Davis, you're a gigantic black dude. I know this is you, <laughs> right? Yeah. People. I just saw you sign an autograph. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, I know you just signed like a $60 million contract. <laughs> you're paying the fucking like, oh my, like normally I was probably like the best. Right. The I'm best trying to hook guy. people up. Right. Well, like if someone comes in, it's like, look, I'm like, yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah. But I was just insulted. Right. Insulted. Well, you know what? When you think about it, when you look at guys like Allen Iverson, who are apparently, you know, have gone broke, there were rumors that he was like begging for money. And I think that's probably fake, but in the airport. Well, he was dropping like 40 G's at a strip club, apparently. Right. Like, you're, that's so, Pac Man Jones style. Right. <laughs> what was it? $20,000, $18,000 in one. $80,000 in ones. Good Lord. Um, but How I long s- would that take? Okay, yeah, right. That would take like ten hours uh, of making it rain, <laughs> like bag after bag after bag. But uh, yeah, I would. I could see like really making a habit of like not fucking you know pinching your pennies because once you get in the habit of just like paying for everything that you normally wouldn't if you were poor, then boom, it starts flying off the shelf. So maybe we do need to respect that approach. Well, a bit. look, here's the deal. I. I- all this stuff, every person is going to come in and tell you a bullshit story. Yeah. I have no idea which ones to trust. Right. I kind of trust my, my instinct. You know, my dad was a cop detective, you know, like our undercover cop. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I feel like I kind of feel these things out. This one, I just didn't give him the chance, yeah. but I can tell you <laughs> on principle, I did have, uh, you know, I was probably the worst, uh, customer or I'm sorry, employee. I used to have a challenge. Which there is was saying something for Blockbuster because they are not notorious for their customer service. Well, I, there was a few really awful movies that came out. Yeah. That people uh, would come in and say, hey, Colby, we, me and this other guy, Steve, I don't know where Steve's at in the world. I haven't heard from him since. He's a great days. man. He was a fucking really, really funny guy. Doesn't he listen? I think he's a, I think he's a listener. 
I've been told he's a listener. Steve Davis, if you're out there, we fucking love you. No, this is not Steve Davis. Uh, oh, I'm thinking, of, yes, yeah. I was Stephen Davis. But okay. wait, I do love Steve Davis. Yeah. But I don't remember this guy's last name. Yeah. Steve was a stoner. Yeah. Cool dude. But we kind of like made it a thing of like who can get the customer to rent the worst movie. <laughs> right? Right. So there was a movie in the early 2000s called Supernova. This is before Netflix, people. So yeah. this was your option for the evening. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you were watching that night. It was called Supernova. And we really would try to milk. Really push that. And on. what's so great is like, like, oh, you get 10 free movies a week or something. What are some of the better movies here? You got something, you know, uh, I heard the insiders good. I heard gladiators good. I was like, no, no, no. Supernova dude. <laughs> Supernova. That, that, is that Lou Diamond Phillips on the cover? Yeah. Uh-huh. Skip the Emmy award winner. I'm telling you, right. he's going to get nominated. He's going to get fucking nominated. <laughs> Lou Diamond Hold Phillips. Hold on, but I was going to say something. What, what started this whole, this whole thing? Blockbuster. I know, but I was going to go, why were we talking about, why were we talking about Blockbuster? We're going to have to bring it back around on that. What were we talking about before? Uh, sideline, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, cock swinging, smallest cock in the West. Well, uh, I didn't see any cocks in Blockbuster, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We just fucking derailed your story. That's what I do. This I drink. is the college experience. Yes, we were drinking some uh, whiskey. Our fans are like, shut the fuck up and talk about sports. I can tell you this: I quit Blockbuster like a champion. How's that? Uh, I wanted to watch the Knicks playoff game. I'm working mm-hmm. on, during the Knicks playoff game. I sacrificed a big Knicks playoff game to go work. Mm. And this, I used to work with this woman. Uh, oh man, she was such a bitch. Our lives revolve around watching sports. Yeah. She was such a bitch though. But, and everyone else caught out. It was like pouring rain, which means everyone goes to the fucking blockbuster back in the day. Yeah. Right. So it's like me and her and she's like, go on. She's the manager, but she's like, not really like behind the counter. Yeah. But I can't remember her name right now, but she just doesn't do shit. Well, and then she's like complaining to me and then Kyle and Adam and all those guys came in and I said, you know what? You guys want to watch me quit right now? (laughs) Right? Yeah. So she's yelling and she's like saying like, ah, you got to do faster and faster. I was like, you know what? I quit. And she's, she thinks I'm joking. Yeah. Take off the shirt, throw the shirt at her, take the, 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 the clip from the, uh, that says Colby blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. Name tag. That's a big word for me. <laughs> um, throw that at her, walk out into the rain, fucking Tim Robbins, Shawshank redemption style. <laughs> <laughs> and all my friends, Freedom. all my friends are like, Oh, boom. The facial. That's that, called getting it done right there. Go home, watch the Knicks win. That's a Vince Carter dunk in the face. I, I've been dominating for that long. Patty C. All right. She thinks she got mind power over me. You quit in her face. I don't know if that's like uh, <laughs> hey, it's a win as an eighteen-year-old or uh, however old you were. I think I was even below win. that. That's um, an even bigger win. I don't know what the hell. I had a good story. I was going to tell you. We'll get back to it. We'll yeah. touch on it. It's going to come back as soon as we start talking about something else. Okay, so. but okay, it's the Fourth of July. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Right there. Nine <laughs> Eleven happened. Okay. All right. Terrible time in American history, and. Our most checked out movie after 9-11. Yeah. I'm not fucking with you. This, I mean, this is before I really dove into Rambo. Mm-hmm. Our, our most checked out movie. After, right after 9-11. After 9-11. Yeah. Was Rambo. Fucking Americans, man. That is why I dove back in. Restored Rambo. your faith in humanity. Did well, it not? That's why we are, we are the greatest country. <laughs> All right. And there's another Rambo coming out in September. You better believe and you better. Look, I, 
I, I don't want to throw your shit out there on the air, you know, but I'm saying I'm going to hit up our guy, Kai guy. Yeah. And I'm going to go watch this. Thing. Oh, I'm going to be there him in the middle. I don't give a shit. Look, if I, I went to watch to, Creed with you guys. I know, but he's now he's moved. He's relocated. So we got to We got to go to like going, Irvine, man. Let's just fucking make a road trip out of it. San Diego. Just all the way down there. We'll watch, we'll watch our gals on Friday night. There we go. And then we'll watch fucking Rambo Saturday night. That's what I'm saying, man. Or however we fucking do that. Let's flip that. That is what I'm saying. Beautiful. I'm in. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, but look. Happy 4th of July, but we got bad news, man. What's that? One of my all-time favorites. One of the greatest to ever step on the field in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Evan Williams. The hefty lefty. Yeah. What's the other nickname you had? Uh, the Pillsbury throw boy. My guy. I love this guy. Colby's been on this guy for a long time. Jared Lorenzen passed away. What was the, uh, what was the uh, arena league team he played for? Oh, it was like the, uh, <laughs> like, it's like green. It was like a green. I'll look that up. Like, you talk, you talk a little more about, I'm Joe. just going to say this first. Let's do, let's do, let's do five seconds of radio silence. Okay. Five seconds for our boy, Jared Lorenzen, chunky quarterback right? friend. Rest in peace. Love your contributions to the sport. And and I actually think he was a decent, a really good college quarterback, man. 315 pounds. He, well, he was battling a disease, man. Hey, look at this picture of him in high school. He he was all state too, I think. He was pretty in shape back then. He was like looked like well, a fullback. I think he was battling a disease or something too. But um, even if even if he wasn't, I hear he was a great guy. Yeah. And and rest in peace and rest in, and, and too young. my condolences to his family. It really does suck. Jerry Lorenzen died way too soon. And uh, did he have any uh, memorable moments? Uh, yeah, he won the Super Bowl with the Giants. He was on that team. <laughs> he got a Super Bowl a ring. Super Bowl champion. Oh, he uh, might have been the he might have been the court. Oh, he was that seven overtime game against Arkansas. Dude. He might have been the quarterback when LSU had the deflected ball. He had to be, I think. I remember that game. Well, wait, because if, if he was there at the 07 Super Bowl. I was in Tennessee watching that game at a, at a, at a pool hall. Uh, I was down in Tennessee visiting, visiting slaw. Yeah. But I was at a pool hall watching LSU, Kentucky that deflected yeah. Nick Saban pulling another Just thing out of the his ultimate choke yeah. by Kentucky. Um, but I think he, Lorenzen must've been the quarterback. Then. I think he was. Yeah. I think of yeah. Jared Lorenzen of the Northern Kentucky river monsters. That's right. I thought I was going to say river something, but great uniform. Oh bro. man. It sucks, man. You it know what? Sucks. He's an all American guy. He deserves to go out on the 4th of July on the 4th of July. Damn you right. Know. Uh, rest in peace to our guy, man. I was bummed out hearing that man. I know we got to get the show going on the road, but I'm saying like, I'm bummed out. You know what I mean? I'm bummed out as much as I was excited about the Rambo talk a minute ago. <laughs> I'm bummed out again. Well, we all took a loss today, yeah. but you know what? We're better for having had Jared Lorenzo. We are better. We are better. Entertainment and value. Fucking, and, and he's in a better place, man. That's right. Drinking a beer. He's probably playing up in up up in the heavens. He's probably drinking some Evan Williams, which you, we should take another shot of. Okay, but he's 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 playing some real football. Yeah. But they don't call this bullshit. That's right. You know what I mean? 
He's playing with the legends. With the legends right now. He's got he's playing quarterback. He's got in his backfield. He's got Paul Horning. Is he dead? I don't know that he's dead. Walter Payton's dead. All right. There you go. He's Walter gonna... Payton's in his backfield. Wide receivers. He's got uh Crazy Legs Hirsch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's got to be some dead wide receivers out there. He's kind of just got irreverent. <laughs> Come on, think of some dead wide receivers. There's got to be some. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ray Ray Carruth should be. No, he's, he's in Pennsylvania. Actually, I read an article about him. He, okay, but he should be probably. Um, there's some out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm drawing a blank. What about like you? Tell me, Blit Blitnikov still alive? Maybe I'm not. Yeah, he's probably gone. Rick Volk. I'm digging in there. Nice. Like Thank you. Nice. All right. Deacon Jones is lining up against him. There you go. Who was the big guy from Baltimore? That looked like fucking Popeye Jones's white brother or father. Uh, Art Donovan. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice pull. You got these guys. Y a tittle. Oh man. There you go. The legends. He's, he's sitting there playing with the gods right now. That's right. There's no worry about this bullshit. You know, rest in power. Jared Lorenzen. Oh, it's tough to, to we should have probably ended with tough that. Tough to transition. We should have ended with that, but we have We must to. forge on. Okay. Uh I'm just gonna go right in, buddy. I know you're swinging, you're swinging your D big up in the air. Well, there's yeah. talk right now. There's actually legit talk. Before you were just talking out of your ass. Conjecture, if you will. Yeah. Before now, I, I thought you were just talking out of your ass, but now I'm seeing multiple reports multiple reports that the James Madison swinging Dukes golden Dukes. We actually have quite a bit of gold <laughs> on our uniform. <laughs> that would be fitting. Are a possible candidate to join the AAC. And, and if they did, I think they would fall in the division that Yukon's in, which would mean geographically their rival. Geographically would be. speaking, <laughs> Their rival would be one East Carolina pirate university boy, the purple and gold versus the purple and gold. If that happens, I will punch you in the face. Mm. All right. When we destroy you and we're going to that game every year, I would happens. love to, that would be fucking amazing. Please look, I, I, I saw the this amount news, of drinking, <laughs> but you were talking like a couple episodes ago Yeah. about this thing. And I'm thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. You're going to jump up to the AAC. AAC is a great conference. Well, let me tell you this. Yeah. I've kind of kept my uh, finger a little bit on the pulse of uh, JMU football. And obviously there's been a huge push from the fans over the years to make the jump. And then when they turned down the Sun Belt years back, you thought that was foolish. It was, I, I, I knew it was foolish. It still might be foolish. But if they get that AAC, yeah, that it's not. not looking foolish. But all that to say, we knew at that point there had to be a perfect opportunity for them to make the jump. Otherwise, why would you turn it down? And so, boom, as soon as that came open, that was the first thought that popped in my head. And I remember in the process of like wondering why JMU didn't make that jump, I did some research and then I found out that, yeah, their athletic department is uh, competitive with pretty much every other team in the American. So, yeah, it's reasonable to expect them to, I, I, from a budget I, standpoint. I mean, I we say. were talking a little bit pre-show, and I said, man, if James Madison joins the American Conference in football, that conference is going to be elevated greatly because right now you have UConn, who's been awful the past three years. Yeah. Right? That's a huge get. And with the direction the other teams are going, I don't see 
anyone really trending down. Maybe a little bit of Tulsa, but I think Tulsa, even last year, I think Tulsa lost like five or six games by like single digits. So it's like they weren't bad. Yeah, their record was bad, but I'm saying like they were competitively like yeah, bad. Tulsa's a yeah. they won ten games three years ago. Yeah, they're they're a decent program. They're solid. So, so I'm not, but I'm saying when you look everywhere else, I mean UCF. I mean, I don't need to talk about UCF if you've been a long time listener. South Florida, Temple, Cincinnati, Houston, got Holgerson, took him away from a power five conference. Memphis been great for six years in a row, probably. Yeah. Pretty damn good. And then two lanes bowling. Like I predicted on one of my seven locks. I listened to that past episode, by the way, this, this week I listened, I went, I dove back into the archive of great college experience episodes. Yes. There's a lot of them. Patty C there are, they're all, they're all amazing, but we, went, we're amazing. I thank thank you. I am amazing. Yes. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I, I went back to, uh, early August last year. Yeah. To listen to our over unders. And we did five locks. I feel like your dick's about to be in the air. It, oh, it's going to be real big, really big in the fucking air right now. All right. We did five locks and we both gave out and you can go back. The audience can go back and listen to this. We both give out a sixth lock. We were only doing five. We're like, we'll do a bonus one. And then I threw out a seventh while I was going off air. Well, check us out. I went seven and oh, well, technically I guess you could argue that I went six Oh and one, depending on where you got the bet at Colorado over and under five games was at some sports books. Some were at four and a half. I was referencing South point for all of our shit. So it was at four and a half. Yeah. So I went seven and oh, you said the over for Colorado. I did. They went five and seven. Yeah. But I, I had UCLA under six. I had, that was my seventh guess, by the way. I had my six was two lane over five and a half. I was uh, impressed with that one. My, 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 my fifth was Iowa State over six and a half. Nice. My fourth was Colorado over four and a half. Yep. My third, which is, this was a great one. Miami under 10. Yeah. <laughs> Candy from a baby. Which, by the way, as much as I love our guy Phil Steele, he was on the other side of that. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, my second was buying the hype BC Boston college over six. That was a great pick. And then my number one lock was bowling green under five and a half, which was genius. Cause I think they only won one game. That's why you tune in to the college experience. Exactly. So as much as some of you guys are thinking, ah, oh, these foul mouth idiots just talking gibberish. Don't forget the underlining fact that we know what the fuck we're talking about. Yes, we are idiots. Yes, we talk gibberish. We talk gibberish. But there's a nugget in every episode that will win you money. Yeah, and I'm not talking about one of those chicken nuggets from McDonald's. I'm talking about a nugget like you like you like you've been mining your ass off. All right? A nugget of truth. Exactly. A nugget of <laughs> victory. We're uh, fucking idiots. Hold on, what, 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 what let's talk about this JME JME. Okay. Uh, talk for a second. I'll get the I'll get the whiskey. Thank you, sir. All right, JMU. Let's let's think about this. What have they accomplished in the last decade that suggests that they are capable of uh, success on the FBS level? Oh, let's go back to I want to say it was what two thousand nine, two thousand ten, somewhere in there. Uh, one Virginia Tech Hokies 
who <laughs> would go on to win uh, 10, 11 straight games, 10 straight games to uh, go to the orange bowl, right? They uh-huh. won, won the Atlantic coast conference that year on their home field. took a big fat L against well, and that's why that, James Madison Dukes. And that's why I've been pledging for this for a long time that I don't believe there should be an FCS knock down that door. Just have one FBS because well, even with what's great about this with JMU is yeah. JMU is going to jump up. Hopefully yeah. Yeah. if this all works out to Fingers the AAC. Crossed. Yeah. And then guess what? If the big boys want to play them, well, you might have to come to old Harrisonburg because before JMU had to hit the road, right? Well, at the very least, like Florida not going to UCF, they've proven they're bitches, okay? Yeah. Or they're, they won a two for one. Florida doesn't even play at like Florida International. Well, UCF's a bigger program than Florida. I know, but I'm saying is that you would think that, oh, let's not, let's duck UCF and let's go to. Right. No, they don't even fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. They just, they got all the, uh, all well, the marbles. Here's my point. I mean, look, you've heard us for, if you've been a long time listener. Arkansas was pretty bad last year, mm-hmm. right? Well, so was Colorado state. Colorado state is in Fort Collins, Colorado. They only won three games last year. Arkansas took a trip to Fort Collins, Colorado. Surprisingly, I think apparently the word on the street was that Michigan canceled the game. If that's the case, I get it. Kudos to Arkansas for actually playing at at a, it's not bitching out and canceling themselves. Well, Colorado state plays, but to be fair, Colorado state plays in Fayetteville this year, right? But for doing a home and home, but my, my, my point that is, is helped us out forever on this argument. Patty C is it's rare results. (laughs) It's yeah. It's rare that an sec school or an ACC school goes on the road, especially out West to yeah, especially out West. Yeah. Especially to a mid major out West. Yeah. And guess what? Little three and eight Colorado State or three and nine? They gave it to old Razorback University. Yeah. All right. Well, how about fucking was it Eastern Washington a few years back coming to the plains to play Auburn? Or who who was it that uh no, Utah State? What are you talking was about? Was it Utah State? Oh no, I think it was Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Someone, Someone gave with that bad punt. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like a twenty two to twenty one final. He's punting out of his like his fucking own end zone. He does like a fourteen yard punt. They that they were in position to win that game, and that fourteen yard punt fucked them. Yeah. I think it was Jacksonville State. Yeah, who is a good, a decent FCS school though. All right. The yeah. whole, the point being though, like you you take away these barriers that like a lot of these teams hide behind, right? And you just say, hey, let's play the fucking game, let's play the schedule, and then we don't give you points for you know just being in a power conference. We look at your whole schedule. You know, we don't like throw away an FCS game. We say, okay, some of these FCS teams can actually play. I will say North Dakota. I don't know what their FPI ranking would be. I'm guessing it would be in the top 50 most years. Can you imagine if like mid mid level tiers and I'll take one from each conference. I'm not just going to shit on the ACC and SEC. I will say this. If uh, Georgia tech, if Ole Miss, if Baylor, if uh, Arizona, yeah, if what are the big conference, Big Ten, Minnesota, it, yeah, if they all had to play Minnesota, I think already lost North Dakota State in in their own backyard, yeah. If they all had to take a trip to Bismarck, it'd be done. 
they would all lose. Yeah. I, I feel very confident with that statement. It's like they would all lose. Right. Yeah. Let North Dakota State, a team that is relegated to the FCS, actually not only A, be on the same level, but B, uh, host some of those games and see how quickly they, you know, rocket into the conversation of major bowl games. I, I want to say that at one point, uh, I think North Dakota State's last five against a, a uh, they beat, I, they won at Iowa also. Yeah. I mean, I think it was the first week of the season. But they beat Kansas State. Uh, I think they, I think they have more Power Five. This wins. is not a team that's yeah. like creeping up on They've anyone. Won so many national championships on that. I mean, Carson Wentz was their quarterback. The, the the quarterback this past year that won the national championship was like a third round draft pick. Yeah, they release like there's talent on these rosters. There's talent all over the FCS. There's plenty of teams out there. Bro, it, some of the best players of all time in NFL history from the FCS. Walter Payton, Jerry Ra- Rice. Randy Moss started out in the FCS at Marshall, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah Walter Payton, Steve McNair. You could argue Jerry the, Rice. The two best skill position players of all times, like that weren't quarterback. Walter Payton, the best running back of all time, arguably. Yeah. Jerry Rice, clearly the best wide receiver of all time. Yeah. You I know? would agree with that. I would agree with that assessment. There you go. That's off the top of my fucking head. You know, there's plenty of talent. They said, knock down the barrier. That's right. Let them play the uh, full 300, make it like college basketball. And I'm going to touch back on this when we go through our week 13, because that's what we're really here. Patty. We're getting like into the college football season, by the way. I don't know if we're getting close. Look, I know we had kind of a week off with some shit going on with technical problems, but I mean, um, we're, we're getting, we're getting like, we're getting in, man. We're getting in. Like I can feel it. People are hitting us up. You know, it's, 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 it's just, I mean, here, here's what's really about we're to like happen. 52 days away, 51 days away. Yeah. We're getting there. Kawhi Leonard really is going to like, uh, he's going to do the NBA. Move. Well, he's going to, it's going to be like the last, uh, the last straw, the last, like uh fucking whatever in terms of attention shifting fully away from basketball and fully toward football. You know, know, it'll probably be the 4th of July. If he announces tomorrow, by the way, it better be to a fucking American team. Even if it is the Lakers, (laughs) if you announce on the 4th of July that you're staying in Toronto, you are a villain at that point. I mean, Oh, I'm hoping he stays in Toronto. When I say tomorrow, I mean today it's actually the fourth right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I understand, but um, I'm still already like feeling pretty good about even if Kawhi stays with the Raptors, because the Raptors are Toronto's still a decently big city. Yeah. Although I think if he, if he leaves and it helps my argument even more, which is, but I'm saying, you, you know, this argument that there's no purpose for half these teams. All right. Pelicans. I know that right now the Pelicans have 30 draft picks. They just drafted a bunch of players. They got a bunch, they got Lonzo ball. They got all these players now Ingram. Yeah. They're all going to leave free agency in three years, four years. Yeah. The Bucks already took a hit with what's his name. Signed with the Pacers. Uh, what's his name? Just signed with the Pacers. I can't remember his name right now because I'm drinking. Uh, they lost one of their key players to the Pacers. The Bucks did. Yeah. So the Bucks aren't going to be as good. Is it Brogdon or I don't. I don't even see that signing, so I have no idea. Chris Middleton. Was it Brogdon? I'm not sure. Brooke Lopez. No, I think he resigned. No, Brooke Lopez. He's not even. A, he's not a key player in the world. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, he played well. Anyway, no, he didn't. I would argue the opposite. He played well because he shot like five threes and everything's great. But he also was the reason why that offensive rebound happened because he was not fucking aggressive trying to get a rebound. The gigantic offensive rebound that cost them in the Raptor series yeah. was because he didn't fucking box he's out, being a bitch. which was like, a, a, I don't mean to shit on this guy. I, I think he's probably a nice guy. Yeah. Um, 
he was, he's such a soft center. Yeah. He's, he's like, he, yeah, you can hit threes. And everyone thinks like that, that that's deceiving. Cause you think like he's a good center and he's tall as shit. So you think he's Dude, probably he gets owned on the board. Like watch the, any time they play with rebounding, <laughs> he just gets he dominated gets owned. Yeah. Um, they signed his brother. <laughs> the bucks did the bucks. Did. They had the brother connection now. <laughs> um, but, uh, you got that happen. Obviously, uh, Davis is out of new Orleans. He's in LA. Yeah. You got, uh, Kemba Walker, at, uh, Kemba Walker out of Charlotte. Yeah, into Boston. Yeah. Right. So let's see. What are the what are the teams? I mean, I'm sure we could like look at the history of NBA finals and determine which teams the NBA wants to, you know, that magically end up in the conversation uh most of the time. But off the top of my head, in the East, Philly and Boston. Yeah. Chicago, sure, although they've Chicago and New York are are mysteries as to how they've been down for as long. Chicago as could make the playoffs this next year, maybe. They're still just like way yeah. below like what the NBA yeah. wants for them to be. Well, the um, Knicks is a Dolan thing. And maybe the same with the Bulls. I know the Bulls ownership has always been a problem towards the later years. Right. Detroit's been Detroit will be a playoff team this year as long as they got a healthy. I don't Lakers. know how he gets much injured every year though. That's that's I feel like though Detroit is a smaller market, obviously, than either Chicago and New York. And really like as just kind of a dirty city, like it's what's the difference between Detroit and Cleveland and Cleveland only got the fucking nod because, because LeBron, LeBron. Uh, they, they, well, yeah, I mean, we could talk a lot. Of, I think there was some charity in him going back to Cleveland. That was probably to clean up his image, which I'm sure maybe the, the NBA had their slight, their hand in the pie. Yeah. Well, they got a couple number one draft picks there, even though they blew one of them. Anyway, let's see the other teams out West. Obviously, uh, LA Lakers is the, the given, yeah. uh, and then Golden State was a natural. I love Golden State's moves, by the way. Yeah, that was a nice one with uh all that to say though, it is the the league just seems to be very predictable. And it's not so much that like we know exactly what teams are going to be in it on a year by year basis, but we also what we do know is a team like Orlando, a team like Sacramento. Minnesota. Hold on. I wrote an article at sportsgettingpodcast.com, by the way. If you're not hip, go check out sportsgettingpodcast.com. But I wrote an article years ago. You can find it deep in the archive. I'm talking four or five years ago about how the NBA should delete. I think I said, I think it was about 16, 14 to 16 teams. Yeah. And I said, you should delete the Orlando Magic. You should delete the Memphis Grizzlies. You should delete. Another thing you saw, Jimmy Butler signed. Jimmy Butler demanded a trade out of Minnesota. Yeah. He goes to Philly, but he ends up in Miami. Point taken. Delete the Minnesota Timberwolves. Miami is a destination city, so they yeah. they yeah. even though they came into existence probably roughly the same time as the Charlotte Hornets, somehow they've sustained like a much higher level of success. Well, Miami, they have a lot, a lot more people there. Well, yeah, I and, mean, obviously the you're right on the ocean. The market yeah. is far more appealing to the NBA. Ronnie Cycle is DJing in the clubs, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. I mean, Washington Wizards, you can delete. I'm sorry. I know they have a championship in their history. And DC is a huge, like, I just, that's another. They have that's, a cheap owner. They have that's, a cheap owner. That's really it. I feel like they're in the same thing as the Knicks. It's like you really, even a, a desirable market can be destroyed by terrible ownership. Yeah, because you, you you have anomalies like the San Antonio Spurs and the Indianapolis, or in Indiana Pacers. Pacers. Utah Jazz a little bit. Kind yeah. of just like perennially like competitive teams. Yeah. 
Which is, I'm sure it's great. It's great. Uh, you know, general the NBA is not completely twisted. You know, it's still like, well, no, they, they it's never, still a sport. They can like, never win. Yeah. They can never, well, San Antonio, but like the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Utah has been knocking on the door for like 25 straight years. Yeah. When they win a championship, for probably 30 straight years. Yeah. Yeah. Since fucking pistol Pete Maravich. Right. right. Hello. But delete, delete them anyway. Yeah, delete, delete the Suns. Delete the Bucks. Yeah, delete the Suns. Delete the Clippers. Yeah. Delete the Kings. Do you delete the Timberwolves? I, of course I do. We just saw yeah. Jimmy Butler there, and he left, and he ends up in Miami. Yeah. That's one of the first deletes, I think. Yeah. I love the team name. Yeah, they're cool. But, I mean, come yeah. on. No one wants to play there. Probably Kevin delete, Garnett demanded a trade. Delete Atlanta. It. It's a waste. Of, it's, even Portland, it makes the playoffs every year. Yeah. Delete them. They're never going to win. Yeah. Players leave. You know what I mean? Right, Atlanta's a big city, so I think like that's one of the last ones. It's you shocking on. to me that like Atlanta. What, what's different about Atlanta and Miami? They, they, they're two of like a, a similarly like uh, flashy, potentially like marketable teams. I'd rather live in Miami. Well, definitely, but and I, I'm not I'm not one for Florida, but right. I'd rather live in Miami. I would I would rather live in Miami too, but still, yeah. there's no lack of like you know a marketability in the city of Atlanta for a, a sports team. You know, they clearly are a fucking obsessed. And they're clearly a populous enough city I, I, and state. But I will say I did have to generate money. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. I get it. And it's only, I think it's more thriving than ever. It's a shit sports town for some reason. They yeah. don't win any sport. Well, I guess the Braves, what, they win one? 90s. They got even, one? Did they, they lose I, it? I think they lost them. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if they got one. I think they lost them. I think them. they lost, what, they two, choked, two, right? two in a row or something? The Pirates, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Wait, they beat the pack. That was the that was the NL. The Yankees. I want to say they fucking took took an L two. You pull it up uh, real quick. Okay. I just want to be. Didn't they? We're I, all I remember over the like. Didn't Barry Bonds? This is early nineties. This is a long. This is a lot of beers ago. A lot of Evan Williams ago. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, can you? Uh, yes, I'll do that. Give me data on if the Braves. I don't think they run. They had John Rocker though. He was a. a he was a class act. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got, uh, you're right. 1991. They lost to the Minnesota twins. 1992. They lost to the, uh, Toronto blue Jays and 1996. Wait. And 1999, they lost to the New York Yankees. <laughs> Damn. They did the, the Buffalo bills, but spread it out <laughs> right. a little bit. All in one decade though. I mean, they. Oh, I gotta are, be honest, though, man. I was a fan of those those Braves teams. They had Fred no, McGriff, cool. Terry Pendleton. Prime time. Yeah, prime. Dude, they had they had a, a Smoltz and uh, Glavin. Smoltz, Glavin, and who's the other one they had? Uh, Maddox. <sighs> oh, wild <man>. thing. <laughs> Look at that pitching. Yeah. Oh my that god. Might be the best pitching staff ever. That's gotta be. Anyway, they're losers. <laughs> Atlanta, you we fucking suck, and maybe that's why. Or maybe in just one sport, if you could Wait, win a fucking when's championship. When's the last time Atlanta won? Georgia Tech, ninety. Probably. They deleted their uh, NHL franchise, the Thrashers. Nice name. They got rid of them? They've been gone for years. I didn't even think about that. Well, there you go. Another irrelevant franchise. Maybe they should start thinking about that. You see, well, they, they, they did NHL hit the delete button on uh, the Thrashers, and yeah. no one even fucking noticed. That would happen with the <laughs> NBA as well. Cheers, Evan Williams. America. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Woo. Oh, man, we're getting hammered over here. This is the way to do it. Yeah, buddy. That shit's heavy. It's <laughs> Take a sip of your beer. You get past you. All right. Um, 
look, my point is, is that all, all these teams, all these free agents, uh, it, this is awful. I think for the league, I don't know how they think this is good. Your average fan, I guess, loves it. I got in an argument on Twitter already. Yeah. They're like the NBA offseason is amazing. And I'm like, I think it's horrible. Well, if it, it, just, it depends on what you want. You know, if you like continent, I continuity, want a league that the players don't dictate everything, right? The players don't completely flip the odds of on a year by year basis. Who's the reason why the NFL is the best of the professional sports is because the teams still have the power as right. opposed to the players. As much as I, if I was a player in the league, sure. I'd want the power, right. but I'm saying for a viewing standpoint, the NFL is better than the rest because they hold the power. The green right. Bay Packers are j- it's going to be just as fair for the green Bay Packers as it is for the Los Angeles Rams. Well, that's a different, those are two different things. You know, what are you talking about? The teams holding the power over the players, you know, and the ownership. Over yeah. Them. But I'm saying like for both, both. Yeah. Okay. Both of those things yeah. are huge. Factors. I'm saying like the fact that you, well, yeah, if definitely. you don't perform well, like the Knicks are probably still a hard salary cap is yeah. like very good for com- competition. Yes. You know, and then when you add in the fact that every team has much a much more fair chance of right. being good in the NFL. Sure. I mean, obviously the format of 22 starters versus five, you know, every player has much less no, of an I'm influence. I'm saying that they, like the players are forced by, by that being that like the, I, I, I read something on, on Twitter. Yes. That, uh, what's the guy's name from Kentucky on the Denver nuggets? Mm. No, star player. The star player on the Nuggets this year, Vucevic or whatever. No, the fuck their best player. He's from Kentucky. Fuck me, I can't think of his name right. This is the problem with getting too drunk. <laughs> All right. Anyway, tell us about it. Did Jamal Murray? Is he the fucking star player? Yeah. Did you watch the fucking Denver Nuggets? Dude, it was the it was the big uh, fucking center. From... He's not their star player. Yeah, he was by a mile in the regular season, maybe. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Give me the name. Denver Nuggets roster. Nikola Jokic. No. Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. That's okay. who it is. He just signed a five-year deal. And with his... he's a, I, He did ball in the playoffs. You're right. Yeah. He's the best player on the team. Oh, I yeah. don't want to hear all this bullshit about the other guy that kept missing big free throws. Right? Jamal Murray yeah. is already at a point he's going to make more money than Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's been playing since 1998. Wow. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, the players, and then they have the guaranteed contracts. Look, yes, uh, the NBA players, they, it is. They dictate. The offseason is interesting, okay? I guess something like the NBA draft, but free agency in general, I, I would rather maybe call me old school, but I like it where teams build over the course of time and then, like, by the nature of their superior, like long-term general management, they build a dynasty as opposed to like, uh, they cleared enough cap space to sign the three, three of the top five players in the league. And all of a sudden they go from a non-playoff team yeah. to the fucking title favorite in a matter of two days. That's not entertaining to me. That's fucking lame. Like yeah. the league is terrible. It's yeah. the worst. You guys have heard this all before. Um, Zevin Williams is done. Go fuck yourself. Let me tell you something though, guys. I want to tell you guys that the college experience, we have our own gear, by the way, met up with a, met up with a fan of ours today, Patty. See from Japan college experience got, I've had people hit us up from the country of Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, which 
We're all over the place. I didn't know it was a country. I just thought it was a shoe. You know what I mean? (laughs) We're learning something new (laughs) every day. (laughs) I'm fucking around. Uh, But I mean, I met up with a fan today from Japan. Shout out to uh, our guy, Patrick. Very nice. Terrible name. Terrible name. Great man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to tell you the college experience on the Sports Getting Podcast Network is brought to you by the 4th of July. No, I'm joking. I'm sorry. My bookie. Sign up over mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. They got a motto over there. You play, you win, you get paid. All right? There you go. Now, on to the real shit over here. MyBookie is now offering their own NFL Super Contest. Each week, you make five picks against the spread. $100,000 prize minimum guaranteed for first place. Every dollar they receive as an entry fee will go into the prize pot. No VIG. If you know what VIG means, no VIG. The entry fee is only a hundred dollars. Mybookie.ag backslash super contest to secure your spot. And when you do make sure that you use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP50. Whoo! That's an ad read right there. That's a double ad read. That was heat. That was. Dude, give me more ads. What do you, what do you got? What do you got here? Pacifico. You're, you're rapid fire. Uh, we're drinking you know, Pacifico. You're like the micro machines guy that used to speak at like 100 <laughs> words a minute. Oh, look at I don't this. even know exactly. if that's a lot. Exactly. Look, Cerveza Pacifico. Clara. La Cerveza de Pacifico. Fresh on the ocean of the Pacific, down by the Baja California. Pacifico, we expect a check in the mail <laughs> anytime now. Okay. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? We are talking let's, about uh, week we, look, eleven. Yeah, week eleven. You're fucking way. Well, week dude. thirteen. We're Jesus. all the way up here, and we started off with my low-key favorite rivalry. Wow! In the Big Ten. That's right. I like that. You see, you see, we, and by the way, go to, uh, if you're a big fan of the college experience, we're just going to whore ourselves out. It's 4th of July uh, at the sports gambling podcast on Instagram. We have been releasing a lot of great content to get you amped for the football, basketball, NFL, whatever seasons, just funny shit. Also great shit. Yeah. Check it out. Instagram. At Sports Gambling Podcast. If you want to have an all-American 4th of July and see some of the best moments in American sports history, yeah. Instagram, Sports Gambling Podcast. I put a lot of work into this, Patty C. Colby, Colby's like peppering you guys with just constant greatness. I mean, I'm doing a lot of work. Look, man. I'm not even trying to like throw this guy's dick in the air for him. Like, It's genuinely entertaining. Yeah. You know, Colby Granite has shown me a lot of this stuff before because it's his favorite shit in the world. <laughs> but I have to agree. And, he, and every time I see it, I, I laugh again. It's Just amazing. to let you guys know, I wake up in the morning and I say, hey, let me put an hour or two into the Sports Gambling Podcast Instagram page. Yeah. What a guy. I go, I edit the film my fucking self. All right. There it is. I go there and I edit it. Yeah. And I still have time. That's because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on That's with true. computers. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> This is I a five minute time. job right now. If you go to sports podcast.com, I did release my top 130 quarterbacks in college football. Petty C. I haven't even gotten to that. I've, I've seen that. I scrolled right by it, but who, I mean, I mean, I don't know. That's just, 
I need to I need to click on it. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying. I mean, I so I still have time to to write do a write up yeah. on 130 quarterbacks for you. Yeah. And and I rank them and what I have them rated as. Yeah. No spin zone. No, I'm gonna go O'Reilly on you. Right. No spin zone. <laughs> right. And then I still got time to do these pod these these genius podcasts of ours. I'm Ric Flaring it over here, by the way. You are. All right. Just give us a woo. <laughs> woo. There it is. Right. Okay. Whatever the fuck. All right. Penn State at Ohio State. Patty C's low key favorite rivalry. If you follow our Instagram page, you would know that. Um, and this is why Penn State is just, they're the same team to me. Pennsylvania and Ohio are the same state to me. You know? Okay. Maybe Ohio cheats more. Maybe. You are right because check us out. Penn, Penn state, state, known for Sandusky. Yeah. Ohio's got a city San, called Sandusky. Sandusky, Ohio. There it is. There's a lot of crossover there. Half the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers are from the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. Huh. So it's, which is Mickey's, like Mickey's uh, joy yeah. every single year when I'm watching the NFL draft. And first round, even, even Steelers take. Even, even Raplesburger is from fucking Miami of Ohio. Yeah, Miami, Ohio, huh? Yep. They love them some Ohioans, which maybe tells us something because Pittsburgh. Uh, pro sports are way better than, or uh, Pennsylvania pro sports are way better than Ohio pro sports, at least as far as it relates to football. And but Ohio college sports have, you know, been more dominant lately. Uh, Ohio State in particular has edged Penn State probably sixty to sixty-five to seventy percent of the time. Probably Dude, the 65. last two games, Ohio State's came back from double digits to yeah. win this fucking game. The last two games, Penn State was a better team both times. I agree, but here's here's why I disagree with that. In but the third same, time, Penn State won, and Ohio State was a better team. That's right. That's right. That that's this the whole trend of this rivalry. game. <laughs> right. The worst team wins. One of my favorite moments in the history of this rivalry was uh, when Penn State. Went thirteen to nine. I want to say Ohio State was really highly ranked and like a national title contender. And Penn State went into Columbus into the horseshoe. And what era are we talking here? Where this is like probably ten years ago, maybe okay. eight years ago, when okay. Terrell Pryor was there and he got stripped, and they like knocked the ball back fifteen yards, and then Penn State recovers. Oh, I do remember that, dude. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking gorgeous. I was with my girlfriend. Here's what I remember about that. I don't remember that. I went <laughs> to the bathroom in this Mexican restaurant. Whatever I was eating, right, was just, you know, it went through me. It was running through you like the Penn State, uh, like Sandusky's blitz packages, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> On little kids' assholes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was really coming. Right. Uh, so I went to the bathroom and I, 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 you know, the toilet, the water around the toilet is like an inch high, right? So I have Wait, to. Like, that's the only toilet. Well, it's on the entire bathroom. It's really bad situation, right? But what? I'm wearing the shorts, right? This is San Diego, right? This is down in San Diego, okay. right? You're wearing the shorts. I'm what wearing shorts? like uh, I'm a I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> I love so. how you do like I'm wearing the shorts, right? Kobe, <laughs> the, the, know, shorts, the shorts, you know, like it's a pair. I'm of wearing infamous. cargo shorts because I'm uh, a loser, and I still wear cargo shorts. I, I like cargo shorts. They're a lot, great. Of, lot of pockets, a lot of mobility. Yeah. Uh, completely unnecessary. You know I mean? They add bulk to my otherwise chicken legs. Um, so I. I, I dropped the trowel, right? And I have to like try and balance them on my knees, but like, why don't you just take them off completely and just get butt naked in the stall? I mean, it's a Mexican restaurant. Who's the shit who sees you? <laughs> I feel like that. I mean, I don't mean like a, that's not a shot at Mexicans. I'm just saying, like, if it's a shitty restaurant, have you ever done that in your entire life? 
Yeah. You've gotten butt naked in a bathroom <laughs> stall in a public place. Of course, man. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe uh, that's Espe- a trick like, I need to learn. Especially if you're telling me the water is like an inch away from Dude, the toilet anyway, seat. Anyway, I fucking, it wasn't an inch away from the toilet seat. I wasn't in a flood here. It oh. was just an inch off the ground. Anyway, all this to say. What do you mean inch off the ground? I'm confused. Like there's an inch of water on the floor. Like, you know, so I my uh, oh, so you don't take your shorts off. Because I'm of trying that. not to like drop my shorts too far down on my knees. You know, oh, I'm like got them sense. on my that thighs. Makes sense. That makes sense. But I guess they <laughs> dropped, and I walked back from the toilet with like a ring of water around each of like the bottom of my short legs. <laughs> it was really embarrassing coming out of the bathroom with that. Hey, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's shit water on my feet <laughs> or on my thighs. Anyway. uh and I came back. So and what does it have to do with Penn, Penn State? State? Was winning. I, I spent so they much had time it on in, it. This Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I spent so much time in the bathroom that I like Mexican missed people. like almost all of it. And I came back, and then that strip sack happened. You mean to tell me they didn't and have it, was it on the, like like some type of mariachi game. music or a soccer game? Yeah. They should have. I actually watched the UVA uh, basketball championship this past year. I was looking around after my class all night. <laughs> How many times you were at this Mexican restaurant? <laughs> no, it's a different one. Different okay. one. But I had to go in. There's not a single English speaker in there, and I was like begging them to put on the basketball game. UVA wins the championship. All worth it. I celebrated uh, UVA's Mex- national championship basketball with a bunch of non-English speakers. Mexican people are the best with exception to my ex-girlfriend. Cause I, I've been to a few Mexican places, right? Yeah. Two, two of them were playing commando, the movie on like Ooh. I was ordering fucking food. One in Venice, one here in Venice. Where's the show going? We're on the first game. We're probably three hours in. Right? Uh, who Cheers, are you taking? Buddy. Ohio State or Penn State? Make a decision. Yeah, Ohio State. It's at the horseshoe. Fucking. Uh, I don't know about Justin Fields, and we don't know about Penn State's quarterback replacement yet. A lot goes in there. Do I think uh, uh, James Stevens. Franklin is probably a slightly more proven coach? Well, definitely a much more proven coach, but a slightly better coach. I don't know. I I, I think Ryan Day's the jury's still out. Yeah, jury's still out. So, but that said, Ohio I, State I, more I, talented. I would Ohio State as well. Yeah. Uh, next game. This is a scary game for the old Bulldogs. The Aggies uh, of Texas A&M coming into Athens, Georgia. Yeah. I think it's going to be a damn good game. How strong of a home field advantage is Sanford Stadium? It doesn't seem to me. I mean, you're going to win there most of the time, but it doesn't seem like the type of place that like well, you I, go and you get fucking shook at. I've kind of told you my argument on Georgia, and I and I I hope Georgia wins the SEC. Yeah, I like Georgia. I want to root for Georgia. I think they're just a team that plays Alabama extremely well. I I don't know that I buy into Texas destroy them in the bowl game. Yeah. What do you yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't know that I buy into that that they're that elite. The SEC East, Florida won four games uh, two years ago, when they had their one when they had their run to the playoffs. They've and I, dude, I will say this: I watched the Alabama Georgia game the yeah. other day. And then to let them off the hook like that, man. Dude, Georgia. Here's the thing about Alabama both and these Georgia. Games, actually, yeah. both, but, like, Penn so State. many years in a row that. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. Penn State, Ohio State. That's true too. Uh, Georgia is similarly built to Alabama, except that a they develop quarterbacks better, right? And b they have more explosive running backs. Typically other than that, 
Like they're a uh, fucking run the ball first, play action pass, hard playing defense. Like, but, but the, the, stylistically, George is a better style of football than Bama. Bama has better talent, you know. But doesn't it concern you? Not much better though. Hold on, doesn't it concern you? Like for me, they play Alabama extremely well. Obviously, the past two games they probably should have beat Alabama. Yeah, but they play at LSU, they get destroyed. You're right. They play Texas, they get destroyed. In that sense, like Alabama is the better coach team. Because Alabama is capable of handling. I, I'm saying that maybe as a culture, as like our, our, you know, as much as I think uh, Kirby Smart's done a great job. Yeah. Are we perhaps overrating them? They just because they play Alabama very well, they're kind of smart. Came from Bama. It's much like Van Gundy, Riley. Yeah. It's like, well, they can play them well, but what happens when you step outside of that? Well, rink? here's the thing. We're going to see what Georgia does here in a couple of years. Once, That's true. Once all these like top end recruiting classes that smart has brought in that Rick was not able to bring in finally kind of like permeate the culture of Georgia and the expectations come up, you know, and, and these players get experiences in these big games against Bama uh, that are just as talented as Bama. We will see, but I certainly think that, and and uh, smart being a, a Saban disciple for as long as he's been, you'd think that some of that preparation would have to rub off on him, and they'd start to compete in these like games that they can lose and do lose that Bama does not lose. But you're right. So far, Bama wins all uh, the games that they have to, and fucking Georgia drops. I'm a taking Texas A&M. You're stupid, but you're not that stupid because that this this actually could be a threat. And Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher will throw the ball around a little more. I'm telling you, Georgia I'm might not Texas be ready for that the upset there. It's a long trip. Like distance wise, Georgia's going to have the 100% home crowd there. Give me Georgia by like seven and a half. I like it. I like our contrast. All right. This is one. I just listened to a Phil Steele podcast. Yeah. Phil Steele called for two big potential upsets this year. Mm-hmm. He called for Syracuse to beat Clemson. Tell me he didn't call this game. No, he, no, he, 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 this was his second. He goes, if I could see two upsets, he goes, I'm not saying they're going to happen, but if there's two that I've highlighted and he goes, Patterson on rebound years is incredible. Well, Phil still may have a little nugget for us there. Right? Then. He is when Patterson has a, a year that they suffer. He goes last year, they were the most injured team in the nation. Haven't they had two bad years in a row? No, I think they had a winning year before, but it was a down year, but I think it was a winning year. Okay. Right. But TCU was by per, st- per statistic the most injured team in the year uh, of all of college football last year. Okay, so this would be the rebound year, in other yeah. words. And okay. he's saying that this would be the one going to Norman. Hey, Army went them to overtime. Iowa State won in Norman two years ago. It's not out of the question. TCU uh, really gave Ohio State quite a game for most of it until they started turning the ball over, like. Fucking idiots. I'm going OU. Yeah, you gotta go OU. But I mean, look, I had my TCU own. went what last year? I think they went like seven and six or six and seven. They won that many? Yeah, they made a bowl, but I think they they, they lost. They, I think they might have went six and seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not picking them to win this game. Not in Norman. Uh yeah, I'm not either. So uh but but I am picking the upset with A and M. Uh, next up, one of the best rivalries and one of the best moments in college football history. And if you follow the Sports Gambling Podcast <laughs> on Instagram, I, I shared this because it's still one of the best plays ever, Patty C. It is. When when you rate college football plays, it's got to be top 10. Especially the fact that it really hadn't happened before. It, 
No, this is like number one. Yeah. This yeah. is like number one. It's when a gigantic rival. Think about the band. Like the play alone <laughs> yeah. is one of the best ever. Yeah. And Maybe then when the you ever. smash into the band when, yeah, of, and of the opposing <laughs> team. Right. When, when, when you think about what happened right before that, like that's what most people and by the way, know. And you, you know who scored that touchdown was John Elway. Yeah. John Elway yeah. leads like a John yeah. Elway drive yeah. that would have been like a fucking legendary like yeah. moment in his career as big as probably like either of his yeah. Cleveland drives. Yeah. You know, um, and then fucking this play happens. And then, yeah, like you said, the guy uh, smashes into the man. Oh, just, just a, what an ending. I actually fucking, I'm a little drunk, but I, I remember the fucking <laughs> poem. It was great sports moments of the eighties, a video uh, cassette. I, I, I had it too. I had it too. It was Moan, Rogers, Gardner, Rogers, Ford, Moan. Interesting that all those guys touched the ball twice. It was Moan, Rogers, Gardner, Rogers, Ford, Moan, and the only one thing to stop them was Tyrell on trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Moan, you are a hero for eternity for smashing him. A fucking <laughs> Dude, band would, nerd in the head I, with the football. I, you know, I'll be honest. I would love to have him on the pod. Let's get Kevin Moan on the fucking pod. I would love to have him on the fucking pod, dude. Because that was unnecessary, right. but yet necessary. Yeah. And he It's a rival school. Right. He's in the end zone. It's like, I have a free I shot. I think he got re- re- released probably right around the time of Revenge of the Nerds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of the best. He's trying to be one of the fucking. Right. Stanford's <laughs> a bunch of fucking nerds. He's Booger from Stanford, basically. Oh, or Booger from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. So I'm gonna stick with my upsets here. I'm gonna say Cal gets this done. I'm gonna go Stanford, bud. I know. Sorry, I'm going chalk here, but you are all chalk. I think Cal's heading. And you're up. all talk. I think Stanford's Boom. heading down. You've been you've been predicting the fall of Stanford for about a, a decade now since Harbaugh fucking left. Are you still saying Shaw's a great coach? I still think Shaw's a great coach. He took what Star. He uh, can never. I've also been predicting Wazoo beats him every year in the half. Okay, but. What about them winning the Rose Bowl by like fifty-five points the other year against uh, Iowa with Christian McGrath? Yeah, against Iowa. Shit happens. It was a nice win. <laughs> they were a good team. Uh, You're yeah. like, all right, in the same way that you don't want to give Paul Johnson credit when he has a good year, you struggle to give David Shaw credit. You're a little. I will biased. say the most important thing about David Shaw that I would say that I was not factoring is he always wins at home against Notre Dame. He does. That, that, that's that, impressive. That's some deep sea diving that you uh, uncovered. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's impressive. Pitt at Virginia Tech, Patty C. This is a dangerous game here, buddy. This is a very dangerous game here. Give me the Panthers. Uh, I'm gonna go VT. A little more contrast for you guys. Uh, I feel like Pitt normally has Virginia Tech's number. Uh, it's certainly in Pittsburgh. I don't know if Virginia Tech's okay. ever won there since they've been in the ACC. At Blacksburg. Here's the thing, like similar if cultures. If you win at Blacksburg, yeah, Pittsburgh can win at Blacksburg. That's true. If East Carolina can win at Blacksburg, there was a time when Blacksburg was legitimately like one of the top five hardest places to play in the country. When fucking Beamer and uh, there was a Foster, time where you were at a Mexican restaurant. There was a time when <laughs> you my had a hard dick, time shitting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What do you? I don't even know where you're gonna go with your other. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there was a time when my dick was useful. Now it's like <laughs> just mushy, soft. Jesus, useless. Boise okay. State at, at at Ohio State at Utah State. This is actually a great game. <sighs> this is a good game. That's a great game, and that that's that side of the division. I'm surprised you don't have this higher on your list. Well, I was kind of a uh, all over the place. I thought Cal Stanford is a classic rivalry, so I was like, let me throw that up higher. Pitt Virginia Tech has. Uh, this is a better game than Pitt Virginia Tech. It is a better game. Um, Boise State at Utah State. Let me tell you what, bud. 
Aggies, right? Give me the Aggies. I think I'm going to go with the Aggies too. Yeah. Man, that's a great game. You know what's crazy is this game's going to this the winner of this. We're going to see what they do with the, the new coach though. Utah State, we don't know. That's the old coach. Okay. The new old coach. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. So. All right, here's a uh, very compelling game to me. Big Ten West. Two years ago, this would not have been a compelling game. After last year, this becomes a compelling game. Oh, the whole Big Ten West has lit the fuck up for me. Okay. I yeah, find it true. one of the most interesting divisions Competitive, in college certainly. football right now. Yeah. Because you have new coaches, Fleck, uh, Frost, and uh, Purdue's coach, uh, Brom. Three yep. of the most like up and coming new coaches. Absolutely. Mixed with Chris uh, and, and Fitzgerald have done a great job for, f- for a few years. And Ference, who's been a, a staple. Ference has been the most staple. And then you yeah. have Lovey Smith, the wild card. Yeah. It's the most, it, it's I, a fun division. I think it might be the most interesting division coming into this year. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Because not only is there great parody, but in both Wisconsin and Nebraska, really, you have fringe dark horse playoff. I mean, yeah, I think Nebraska is going to be really good. I think, I think a lot of people, I think it's uh, asking a lot for them to be considered legitimately a dark horse playoff contender. Certainly because Frost only went, uh, he only won a national championship in his second year at UCF. (laughs) That's true. He did. He was the undefeated, only undefeated team in the nation. And he did beat two of the teams that beat the national championship or what I'm fucking drawing a blank. What was the stat here? They beat they Auburn. beat Auburn, obviously. Yeah. And then they beat Pitt. They beat Clemson. That was in the, uh, the that's playoff. true on Auburn. Oh, okay. No, they beat Auburn who beat both Georgia and Alabama. Uh, yeah. But that's they also beat Pitt who had beaten Clemson. Clemson. So basically that UCF team beat, uh, Seven like out of the last it, eight national championship I, uh, contenders. Dude, uh, oh man, I meant to tell you this. Yeah, I think I texted you this. I watched what I watched Alabama Georgia this past week. Mm-hmm. I watched UCF LSU. Mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent confident in this. If Mackenzie Milton plays that game, yeah, UCF wins. Well, you can say that, but I I, I can say it, but no, I I saw what I saw. I watched the game. I was at that game. Trust the Dan to base on this one. I was at that game. So yeah. I never got to see it from television perspective. Yeah. I watched it from television, television perspective over the past week. Daryl Mack wide open passes missed. Oh my God, dude. There's one, like it's a 55 yard touchdown pass that he throws out of the end zone. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh man. And it's just, and also that stupid rule. And I know this wouldn't change that, but the, the LSU fumbles a punt. Uh, UCF takes it for a touchdown, but they you can't advance a fumble or something. Right. I'm just saying. How many points did they walk away from from that possession? Did they get held to three or? Uh, no, they did get held to three. So yeah, but they lost by eight. But I'm saying like there was drops. He threw, and and my my hat still goes off to D- for Dario Mack because it was the second start of his career. He did a decent job through a quarter and a half. Yeah. No, but I don't. I I I think when I dude, I, I for me watching it and in the stands. Yeah. I thought, okay, they seemed overmatched. There was a moment. I, w- I want to say, what was it? A uh, roughing the kicker on a um, punt? No. No, no, no. What it was was this UCF's up 14 3. Yeah. Uh, Burrow gets stopped on a third and 10. Yeah. Late hit by UCF. That's Burrow what it was. Prolongs the drive. 
UCF or uh, LSU gets a touchdown. Yeah. But at the time, Mac had the first two drives had gone the distance. Yeah. If they could have put it at twenty-one to three, that but, game might have been out of out of reach for LSU. I agree with that assessment because yeah. I don't think LSU is an explosive offense. Yeah. But I'll say this, man. There were so many times. And they would have played a lot more conservative, like at that point. Mac can they only were Mac, later. Mac at that time is the second start of his career. Yeah. Could only throw a couple passes. Yeah. I'm telling you, the film doesn't lie. And I encourage anyone to try to watch this. Yeah. The all the UCF offense was moving all over that LFCU defense. Even with him be struggling like that. Yeah. The the option read, yeah. it was moving on that LSU offense. If he can connect on some of these passes, yeah, to keep the defense honest, I'm talking like uh, he. There's one play where he does a uh, de- it's a it's a uh, delay hand. It's a, a fake delay handoff. Yeah, they fake the fake delay the draw. Yeah, yeah, the tight end pops out. Yeah, comes over the top, wide open, wide open, and he just I'm talking just misses it. Yeah, just misses it. Like I, I don't know if it's the tight end's fault or not. I'm saying like timing. It was just yeah. where Melton hits that pass. Oh, dude. And then the, the and then deep ball. Pay. Yeah. The uh, deep ball, the corner got beat so bad. Yeah. I don't believe uh, Milton was, uh, was one of the top 10 players in the country last year. I don't think there's any arguing that that's a bold statement. I, I, I would have to look it up, but he was certainly a, a Heisman candidate. Uh, uh, what, what is that? I late, mean, how many Heisman candidates are there? Five. That's true. That's true. I there's, you can't tell me he's not, if he's not top 10, he's gotta be top 15. Sure. But one of the best quarterbacks, absolutely. E- uh, easily one of the top ten best quarterbacks. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, like uh, w- after going to the game and 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 thinking like, okay, maybe they were overmatched. Mac was a freshman. I knew he had through like 15 straight incompletions. Yeah, or whatever the 13, number was. I want to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last 13 passes. But when I saw what they they were wide open, and and I almost believe more in Hypel's system than ever because it wasn't like. They were completely wide open. Yeah. It was just bad. Yeah. They quarterback. were out coaching like the other team. No, I believe in that system. That system is going to work. It's Mike Leach's yeah. system, by the way. They're right. It's the, yes. A, a certain degree of it is Mike, Mike Leach's system. Yeah. But, um, well, there's a reason it's worked as much as it has again, much to my chagrin as a run first kind of guy, but you know, if it works, it works. Well, I think Leach is, has even said that it's the same as the, the, the triple option. This is the same form of it. All right. 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 But, Man, I, I, but I didn't, th- I was kind of shocked by that. Like I, when I, when I reviewed it in my head, I thought like it was more dominated yeah. by LSU. And then when I watched the game, I was like, it was way closer. Yeah. I'm talking like inches closer to getting yeah, a completely different outcome. I mean, they only lost by eight points. Yeah. One possession. Why don't you grab me one of those cookies there, buddy? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Purdue going to Wisconsin. What do you got? I got the uh, I got the boilermakers boiling up something. No, you got I, I got Wisconsin. I don't I've, know with freshman quarterback. Jonathan. I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. I feel Taylor like fading, I feel like I've been fading them a lot this year. They're gonna, they gotta win one of these good games. You're having, and I'm gonna agree with you. Camp Randall is still no joke. You're Chalk City over here. Texas at Baylor. Hmm. Now this is an upset potential. Very much so. I think I think uh homeboy old uh, strip club has got Herman's got them um I'm gonna go with Baylor. You're gonna go Baylor. I Texas gotta lose somewhere. I have Texas beating Oklahoma, you have Oklahoma beating Texas. I'm tempted to give Baylor the, the victory here. 
I have. I, you also have uh, LSU beating Texas. I have Texas beating LSU. You know what? I'm giving Baylor the victory here. There we go. All right. What are you going to the backyard? I brawl? think Rule is going to have this team ready to go. And I think Rule is a is no one's talking about them. Mm-hmm. Slept on, and who knows if Texas? That was an anomaly. Prove it to me for a couple of years before I fucking buy in hook, line, and sinker. Fair enough. Fair right. enough. Uh, backyard brawl where we live at UCLA at USC. This is going to be a seven hour podcast. <laughs> well, let's rip, let's rip it. Uh, USC is going to be UCLA. I think they're uh, just actually, better so far. Actually, I'm going to go UCLA. Are you really? They beat him last year. UCLA beat him last year. That's true. And I don't think Clay Helton will be the head coach at this point. Okay. At at the Coliseum, you still think UCLA is going to get done? I really don't feel like there's much of a home field advantage in these yeah. games. Yeah. yeah, Memphis at South Florida. Ooh, this is a tough match. This I'm going to go a... Memphis, but I don't really like it. Yeah, I don't like it road. either. But I think I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. Washington at Colorado, the trap game, man. It's definitely I'm, a trap. I'm going to go Washington, but I'm saying like the last time they played here. Colorado was winning at halftime and they choked. They had a blocked Washington blocked a Colorado punt late in the game to win this thing. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's trap city, but um, Washington is a better team straight yeah. up and, and significantly. Uh, and enough, I think Eason, I think we're going to see what Eason I does. I think people are sleeping on my guy. Eason. We're going to sleep much, Eason. much better than, than, than Browning. Well, I guess what we're going to, we're going to see if you're right. And and this is something right now, all you folks circle on your fucking uh, agenda here, yeah, as to whether the Danter base is right or not. And I'm if, all on board. If if Eason comes out slinging, put a feather in the Danter base's hat. I feel confident. If he that. doesn't, you Patty listen C. to Patty C say, "I have my doubts." There you go. All right. Tennessee at Missouri. I, if anything, I'll say Patty C might be overrating Kelly Bryant. That's why they call me Kelly B. That's why I'm going to take the the Vols to get it done in Missouri. Ew, you're silly. My guy, my guy, uh, Alan Cooley coming through for me. Actually, that's going to be a good game. Tennessee, if, if the hype about fucking, what's his name? He's got a... Uh, Guantanamo? What's his last name? We got to give him the proper name. Alan Cooley? No, no, no. Uh, Pruitt. Oh. Uh, Jeremy. Bob, Bob Pruitt. Bob Pruitt. Him. Bob Pruitt. Uh, <laughs> if Bob Pruitt is as good as they say he's going to be, then maybe Tennessee will win this game. But give me Missouri for now. You're buying in the Kelly B. Temple at Cincy. This is the, this is a, this is the, you know, last year, Cincy, I think was undefeated coming into Temple. Cincy, I didn't realize went 11 and fucking two last year. Holy and shit. What, one of their losses was at Temple. Hmm. Hashtag revenge game. That's why I'm on Cincy. I, I saw a statistic where teams that make a jump somewhat something, uh, I think it was 50 points in the uh, FPI rankings from one season to the next, almost never don't take a step back. You know, they almost always take a step back. So you would have to assume Cincy is not going to stay in that same 11 and two range, which I'm going temple. No, I'm going Cincy. Damn it. Minnesota at Northwestern. Give me Northwestern. I give me Northwestern too. It's going to be a 20 to 17 game. I, I don't feel good about this game. Give me 27, 17. I think North, I think Fitzgerald's proven at this point that he's a fucking damn good coach. He is a damn good coach. And he should win but a I game like Fleck this, especially at home. Better than I thought he would be in year two. We'll see. 
San Diego State at Hawaii, a little potential upset. Uh, for Hawaii to win this game, I'm mean, saying at Hawaii is tough. It is. Um, still give me our gals. I'm gonna go our gals too. I don't love that game though. Utah at Arizona, a little trap city. I'm gonna go Utah. <sighs> Boy, see, with Rich Ride gone, but with someone there, I guess he was gone all last year. Uh, we still got who's the, who's the quad? Uh, Khalil Tate. Khalil Tate still there. This is the type of game Arizona loses. Give me Utah. Nebraska at Maryland. Any chance of that? I'm going Nebraska. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not buying into this Maryland shit. Yeah, prove something to me, Loxley, before we start fucking. All right, OK State at West Virginia. I'm on OK State. I think West Virginia is a year away. Neil Brown is going to turn this ship around at some point during this season, I believe. And we're late enough into the season that it could be. But before you type anything in, I'm going OK State because nice. they're just a better team. All right, now I'm very curious this next this next pick here. All right. Miami, Florida at Florida International. Hmm. <laughs> this is the one we've been waiting for, isn't it? It has. The old reunion. Butch, Butch reunion. It's in Miami or Boca Raton. No, it, it's at Florida International Airport. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Florida International. Gosh. Right. Interesting name. Okay. Um. Yeah, give me Miami. Yeah, I want to, I want to go Butch, but again, this one I would could love be, to see this happen. Could love, be love, closer. Love, 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 Wait, love, did love they play last year? Right. Uh, I, I thought, I, yeah, they did. And I thought Florida Atlantic or Florida international was going to keep it closer. And I think Miami whipped that ass, but that was in Miami. Now, now they're returning the favor. Now you go into Boca Raton, long trip across town. Look, there's a lot of long trips across town, but why take a long trip across town when you can have Amazon deliver it to you at your door? Amazing. Look, you're already, we know you, you're in the world, you're existing, you're using <laughs> oxygen just like us, Right. That means you're shopping at Amazon, especially if you're in North America, right? We know you're already out there ordering your bullshit goods from Amazon. So let me tell you something. If you're going to do that, you might as well do that and support the podcast. Go to www.sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon. Bookmark that link and use it every time you shop. It helps us. So we already know you're doing it. We already know you're doing it. Patty C, when he came over here earlier tonight, he said, Colby, I haven't played a game of Kerplunk in 30 years. Kerplunk, hell of a good, like, little board game style. Uh, well, I don't know if board game's the word, but kind of like Jenga. It's exactly what it sounds <laughs> kinda like. Kind of like Jenga with sticks, with no, marbles. Kerplunk sounds like the sound you, never play Kerplunk? you make when you take a shit. <laughs> Plunk. But, but, and that's kind of what happens in the game when you the sticks. You kind of take a shit. And, yeah, and, when you drop the sticks. Yeah, it's kind of like you, you play Kerplunk, right? I don't think I've ever well, What the it. fuck are you talking about then? Um, <laughs> look, Kerplunk is like Jenga. Okay, imagine a bunch of chopsticks <laughs> in, in a tube. No, I just mean the word Kerplunk sounds okay. like the word. I know, like, I got it. I okay. got it. I'm okay. there. I'm there. <laughs> right? And, and it's like a little tube with all these little holes in it. So you have these sticks that hold up the marbles. You're a piece of shit. Point is, Patty C, Patty C was all about this thing. You can find it on Amazon.com, but why not just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon and get Kerplunk for your own house. Play it with your kids, whatever you want to do. You can go find Fireball Island or any of these other fucking games out there. It's all good. 
Terry Crowley's lucky to be in baseball, Patty. See, all right. <laughs> he got cut by the Cincinnati yeah. Red. He got cut by the goddamn yeah. Atlanta Braves. <laughs> we saw that he could do it. Anyone other fan in the uh, audience could do and sit on his ass for eight innings and had the ability to crack one open in the United States. So these fans would just shut their asses up and let me do the coaching. We'd all be better off. Uh, you, that's that's why I, I that's why I, that's why we recruited you here. All right? <laughs> Let's drink an entire fucking beer together okay, right now. Hold on. I want to get to this game. It's a big game. Okay. Oregon at Arizona State. Because you're really high on the ducks. I'm not. I'm going to call for them to come into the desert and get their ass whooped. I'm going to agree Edwards. with you. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Oh. I think the, the duck stops going here. Back, Hello. Going back on your boys. Boston College at Notre Dame. Historically. A very it, Irish game. Historically, a very big thorn in the Irish side. Yes. Glenn Foley comes to mind. Mm, I was listening on the radio. Oh, I was that watching game. that in my basement. I think it was 93 was the year. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. The whole world was listening when that one came down. When the when the Irish were Their knocked coach, out of the national championship. Boston College coach, a little guy named Tom Coughlin. Is that right? Yep. You might have heard of him before. Yeah. Jared uh, Lorenzen. He coached Jared Lorenzen in Super Bowl two thousand seven. <laughs> Whatever year that was. In perfection. Yes. Okay. This is actually a dangerous game to me. And it's dangerous because Boston College actually think I, I think has the defense to play with Notre Dame. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you something right now. Yeah. People are taking a gigantic shit on Notre Dame. Everyone's saying You're always just like I'm David Shaw, you and you're always over the top pro Notre Dame. Well, look, this team made the playoffs last oh, year. Get, they play a conference championship game by a smaller margin. Th- their schedule against Clemson than Alabama did. Okay. Okay, but UCF should have played in that game. If ifs and buts or candy, and no, nuts, no, they went undefeated. No, and I, they played a conference I agree with game. You. I agree with you. Notre Dame was definitely given, and they got lucky. All the teams they played that were supposed to be oh, they played Virginia Tech. They played USC. They ended up playing nobody. They did have a close game against Ball State, but they did whip the living dog shit out of, uh, admittedly, injured quarterback Syracuse. On the first drive, by the way, should I add? Let me say this. Who did they beat that was good? That's a good question. Stanford? That's the best team. Did they beat Northwestern last year? They did. It's two good teams. (laughs) Not two great teams. Yeah. You know who else beat Northwestern last year? Who's that? Akron. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All I'm saying is Ian Book comes back. He is a fucking great college quarterback. Not great, but good. <laughs> you just said fucking great. We're doing a 30-hour podcast. Fuck it. Let's just do it. I think Notre Dame is getting slept on. I see all these major prognostications. I think the schedule is a lot They harder. are the team that is going to shit the seven, bed. Seven opponents get a bye week before playing Notre Dame this that year. That is a factor. That's a huge factor. Welcome to, Welcome the, XFL. to the XFL. All right. All right. I am going to go with Notre Dame to get this done, though, because Boston College can never kick field goals. All that fucking scares me. chatter, and then you still go and chalk. Just because Boston College, I, they burned me so much time on special teams. Adagio is the worst head coach with special teams in, the, <laughs> it's true. in all of college football. Uh, Toledo at Buffalo. Without Jackson, you give me the Rockets. I'm going to go with Buffalo here. It's going to be fucking cold. But That's I don't what think I'm that. saying. It's going to be brutally cold. 
week thirteen. I believe I believe in the I believe in Buffalo's. Uh, it may be just cold enough that Buffalo is. Uh, There's gonna be no passing going on this right. game, <laughs> and I trust the Buffalo team identity. But Toledo is not like uh, it's unfamiliar cold with like yeah. yeah but Buffalo's a lot colder. That's true. Exactly. Nevada at Fresno. I'm gonna go Fresno. That's a good game. That's a very good game. I think Fresno. Uh, Fresno wins. Um, maybe not in a blowout. I don't think it's maybe not even convincingly, but they are secure in that victory. Michigan at Indiana. You got to figure Michigan's just going to, they don't run away from anyone. We're going to see where where this offense is by this point, but dude, I had some schmuck on Twitter telling me the big 10 is the best quarterbacks in the nation. I said by far sec or pac 12. And he's quoting me as saying Syndic, uh, the, the backup quarterback from Purdue last year who played some, he's good. And then Shea Patterson, and I'm like, bro, Shea Patterson was good at Ole Miss. Was he ever good at Michigan? I mean, if you're going to sit here and say that he got worse just by coming to Michigan. No, no, no. I, I, another game I watched this week was uh, a Florida-Michigan. Yeah. I'm still not impressed with Shea Patterson at Michigan. You have a point there. That was the final game of the it's season. Like, you had the whole year to learn your offense. Maybe you do come to the Big Ten and you yeah. just are worse at quarterback. No, maybe because- you come to Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And the shit out of system, and it hurts you as a quarterback. Yeah. We're going to see what Josh Gaddis can do. Uh, Kansas State, Texas Tech. That's a transition for you. Ooh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go Texas Tech. Lubbock. Hmm. Give me Kansas State, bud. There's an upset. Finally, he grabs his cojones. <laughs> Liberty at Virginia. Just think Virginia might be in first place in the coastal. This isn't a conference game. It's week 13. They're pulling, me, they're pulling an sec by charging, by, by scheduling this game this late. In Liberty the year. potentially looking for their invite to the American at this point. Let me tell you what though. I'm going to jump in here and say this, the state of Virginia collectively at the FBS level has 0.0 national championships. This is the state that produces Anywhere from on a year by year basis, seventh to 11th most NFL talent of any state in the country. Um, there's a lot of good football being played in the state of Virginia. You might have heard of Michael Vick. You might have heard of fucking Aaron Brooks. You might have heard of Tyrod Taylor. All quarterbacks from the same city, you know, within a few years. No, Don Mikowski, huh? No, Don Mikowski didn't make the cut. But there are yeah, better than Aaron Brooks, right? Yeah, he was better than Aaron Brooks. Uh, probably comparable. comparable. Matt Schaub. Schaub had better years See, than any of those guys. He was shitting on the white I think he's like from uh, Pennsylvania, though. I don't know if he's from Virginia. Okay. Anyway. Well, I think you... Okay, I'm sorry. Continue on. Continue Let on. me say this. Yeah. There's no history of championship football in the state of Virginia, which is like not the case in Florida, where it, even if Central Florida, like we're seeing has had several great years in a row, national championship years, and they haven't been able to overcome the likes of Florida State, Miami, or Florida on the recruiting trail 100% because of the history of those programs. Uh-huh. Let JMU, or let Liberty, okay. but really let JMU. Well, well, you might remember this guy named Patrick Henry. Uh, he's a American fucking... Legend. Yeah, give me liberty or give me death. Oh, what did you just say? Give me liberty or I see what you did there. <laughs> this fucking guy. 
upset city in Charlottesville. You're out of your mind. I'm going UVA. Okay. Let's <laughs> to say we're holding you to these picks later on. All I'm saying is this. Virginia Tech is down. UVA is up for one year. JMU is building something over there. Let them come to the American. Let UVA and Virginia Tech finally be incentivized to put their fucking pussy asses like to the <laughs> test and play JMU, right? And let UVA or let JMU win a couple of those games and let's see if the recruiting battles in the state of Virginia don't start going JMU's way and all of a sudden there's a real all contender. All of a sudden, I'm stuttering. Um, the best team in Virginia in one of the most talented states in the country is James Madison University and it is in the American Athletic Conference. Let's see what happens. All right, buddy. Dude, we're so deep into this podcast. There's no right. way we're going to get through all of this. Let's shit. go. Let's go. Let's rip. Uh, let's mark ripping this thing. Duke at Wake Forest. I'm on Wake. They beat him 59 to 7 last year in Duke. Yeah, I guess you got to go Wake there. <laughs> Can't really argue that one. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, revenge. I don't know. La Tech at UAB. That's a good game. And I'm going to go UAB. I'm going to agree with you. Look, there's no way we're deep in the podcast. There's a hundred games left. There aren't that Michigan many Michigan state left. and Rutgers. I'm going to go Michigan state. You're going to go Michigan state. Of course. Fortunately, some of these games we don't need to talk about. Yeah. Arkansas at LSU. We're both on LSU. Kansas at Iowa State with both on Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to fucking type all this shit in. We can do this later. Illinois at Iowa. Any chance, buddy? See? No. Central Florida at Tulane. That's a dangerous game. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you at all. You ever seen UCF's run defense? The triple option you think is that big of a threat, too. Didn't they beat Georgia Tech? Uh, South Florida did. South Florida, okay. Talk about two schools that like really I'm, didn't do a lot to differentiate I'm themselves still gonna from take each UCF, other. UCF, but I think that's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be give me a 28-26 game. I got UCF too. That's um, a lot closer than I think it's going to be. I think you uh, Central Florida is going to whip their ass. You're still not giving my boys love. Your boys, Willie Fritz. What did he do to Nick Saban? Best percentage in the history of Alabama. I am sleeping on Tulane. I would love to see New Orleans. Talk about where you're saying Georgia State has the potential to come up yeah. because they're in Atlanta. There's no other Georgia Tech's in Atlanta, but New Orleans, a super talented uh, metropolis in and of itself, and in a state that only has one current FBS team or Power Five team, yeah, I should power say. Five, power Five. Uh, it's just it's it's dripping with potential. Tulane. Uh, Tulane, step it up. Did Tulane go undefeated more recently than LSU? Have they? 98. I want to say LSU. Didn't they go third? They went 13 and 0 and lost to Bama. They were the number one team in the country. So the, Tulane's had a more undefeated season. More, more recent undefeated yeah. than you may be right. And they should have won the national championship, but we didn't have a playoff system in 98. And we still have improved our system. Now, who was later. the offensive coordinator? Rich Tulane. Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Who will be the uh, head coach or of offensive Tulane. coordinator <laughs> at Virginia tech next season after Justin Fuente gets the boot. For not only missing a bowl game, but losing the final game of his career at Charlottesville to UVA and breaking a 14 year win okay. streak. Okay. Look, Syracuse at Louisville. Uh, I read something. I, I texted you this. You didn't even respond to me on this. You kind of hurt my feelings. Uh, 
Syracuse. I saw an expert. I think it was our guy Feldman. I don't think I saw this, bud. So sorry. Uh, you send so much, so many fucking tweets. You're so uh, active on social media. Syracuse to be favored in 11 of 12 games this year. What a fucking idiot. He said the only game that they, well, he said the only game they won't be favored in is Clemson, which is in the carrier dome. And he said, maybe if Florida state has won against Boise and one of maybe preseason, they're favored in 11 or 12 games, but come game time, they're just not going to win all their games. You know, they won 10 last year, right? Look, even a blind dog finds a bone some days. Just saying Oregon state, Washington state. I'm going to take Wazoo. You're going to take Wazoo. We're not even going to talk about this. Yeah. SMU at Navy. That's a good game. I'm going to go Navy. I guess I'm going to go Navy. I think Neil Mazzalolo has got to turn that around at I, some I, point. He, yeah. He, he had a bad year last year. He'll, 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 Gary Patterson, like with the uh, steel, he'll respond. Yeah. Uh, NC state, Georgia tech late in the year. It's a tough one. I think all these recruits are too young for Georgia tech. NC state breaking in a new quarterback, always a concern for a, a quarterback dependent team, but I don't think uh, Bobby Dodd stadium is necessarily a house of horrors. So give me NC state to go in there and get it done. I'm going to go NC state as well. Just cause I think, I think, Coming in with a triple option, like give them a year or two. Things will really start working out for Georgia Tech. Patty, see, we still got 30 fucking games on this. Do we really? Well, let's just call it East Carolina, UConn. Who you got? East Carolina, UConn. Would you skip down a few? (laughs) Where the fuck are you? (laughs) I'm deep down. Uh, All the way at the bottom. All right. right. Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois. That's a great game. Eastern Michigan at Northern Illinois. I'm going to go EMU. I'm not. I'm going to go Northern Illinois. I think you're riding EMU's you know recent I'm success pretty fucking hard. Georgia Southern at Arkansas State. That's a good game. I'm going Georgia Southern. Me too. Arkansas State was so high on all the preseason prognostications last year, only to shit the bed. Yeah. Talk I mean, about they, another they made a bowl, but it was still bullshit. Another yeah. state that uh, has one Power Five team that has plenty of talent. They made a bowl, but it was bullshit. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, look, I think we have all the same winners in this. I mean, you coastal Carolina at ULM. I got ULM. ULM. Um, I think we're on the same opinion. Houston at Tulsa. Let me say this. That is a dangerous game. That Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. Would you? Yes. Yeah. Pretty hot. She's only like what? 38. Gus Fratt. Would you? Well, I am Gus Fratt. So yes, (laughs) (laughs) there we go. Um, look, I think those games, Colorado state at Wyoming. I'll go Wyoming. I'm going Colorado state. Wow. So he still doesn't believe in Craig bowl. Well, when you shit the bed last year and you have no offense, six and six, the chicks with dicks. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. All right. Uh, BYU at UMass. (laughs) Why is this game being played? Cause they're both independents and they need to fucking find a game. Speaking uh, of independence, happy fucking independence day. There you go. There we go. Before we end this thing out, I want to tell you first off guys, any fans of ours in San Diego, I will be at Lestat's on Tuesday. I will be at the, uh, mad house comedy club on Wednesday. I'll also be at a place in Pacific beach on Wednesday. Get at me on Twitter. Any fans of San Diego. I'm doing a lot of stand up guys. I'm deep into stand up right now. Patty C. I'm on the comeback. I'm on the comeback like fucking Brett Favre, 
with fucking some girl's phone number, all right? <laughs> At a bar, all right? I don't yeah, know what the yeah. fuck I'm talking about. I'm hammered. He's going to come on her back. But shout out, shout in out. The evening. Shout out to week 13. I want to give a special shout out to the SEC. Uh, Samford, Samford, not Stanford, Samford at Auburn, UT Martin at Kentucky, Western Carolina at Alabama, East Tennessee State at Vanderbilt, Abilene Christian at Mississippi State, and and a little bit of a shout out to an ACC school who scheduled Mercer, right. North Carolina. Really picking even the same week. Thank, thanks for doing this this late in the completely season. Completely inconspicuously really copied the SEC. Yeah. Bitch ass model. I really appreciate uh, making the college football season so interesting in week 13. You terrible fucking hacks. Guys, this is the college experience. His name is Patty C. My name is Colby Dan. Look, if you can write us a positive review on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. All right. You can find us uh, under the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are the college experience. Uh, on Twitter, we are at the SGP Network. SGP. Yeah, network, I guess. Okay, that works. I was going to say SGPN at work. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking He's about. He's a fucking moron. All right. SGP network, the SGP network. Good you can find Lord. Patty C at Patty C831. Forrest the Butcher over here. Me at the Colby D. It's 4th of July. Can't we all celebrate? Come on, go out there, shoot some Roman candles. What are those little tanks? Those cool little tanks. That would uh, that's around? what we used to do. We used to take those little tanks and we put GI Joes on top of them. And then they like blow like fireballs at each other. And whoever's GI Joe was like least burned up. Do one. they like kids do that these days? No, no. All right. What the hell's going on? With Remember those uh, fireworks jumping jacks? And we'd set like, we'd all have to stand in a circle and we'd set off a bunch of jumping jacks and they'd be hopping all over the place, but you couldn't move. And the motherfucker would like get in your shirt and like start I, burning I, I you a lot. Like went around like this. Yeah, yeah, they would just bounce. I don't know what the fuck they were. Yeah, I don't think they have them anymore. Huh. I think they have them anymore. They're 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 in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. This is the college experience. We wish you guys the greatest fourth and the greatest fourth of the July weekend to all your family and friends. I hope you stay safe and rest in peace to our guy, Jared Lorenzen. This is the college experience, and we're out.